welcome back to another show of pre-match muti sorry i'm getting so excited because moss has got a green screen guys he went to the shops and he bought himself a green screen and the man is reporting to you live <laughs> from stanford bridge he knows lampard's in big trouble so he's like hey i need to get there i need to have a one-on-one lampard and that's what moss is doing there we've got the normal wonga wonga denga the denganator today he thought he could just have a green screen when he saw moss's but you know it doesn't work with the white wall he's even wearing a white shirt that's had to tell him he's going to be a floating head. Then we've got Mateus Matinho. You know, he's in full spirits as he normally is. Thank you for joining us. And then obviously our financial guy, guys. You do know the beef between Sil and I the last couple of episodes. And tonight it's only going to get hotter because both our teams are facing each other. But how's everyone doing this evening? All good, man. Yeah. All, good, awesome. all good, all good, all good. Tottenham drop points, all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not been great. Mourinho's one, Mourinho's one, 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 no leads don't work, man. Three times. No, but I mean, in the, in the Yeah, it's been. It, we haven't. It's it's not been. It's not been good. It's been a very, very sad and, and angry time in the league for for Spurs fans. So it, it's you know it is what it is. I'm sure we'll get into it. Yeah, no, we're definitely gonna get into it, guys. I don't know. But the energy levels are a bit flat. Did you work? Everyone's back at work or something? What's going on here? I know most yeah, of the time he had to go to the so shop to get screen too many, too many bad results, man. Like it's been tough as a Chelsea fan over the past couple of weeks. So that's probably the reason why my spirits are a little bit lower than usual. Yeah, man. I mean, one yeah. win in six games is well, that's hardly something to be excited about. But um, that's, let's that's, let's talk about the first game. That's, that's the same with Spurs, man. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> good. In the same so boat. But let's, let's talk about climb. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the, the Burnley Man United results that happened the other night um, obviously Settle this is your team we're going to touch on this briefly because we've got a lot more to talk about towards the, the latter part of the show but the, the results we all I actually predicted this I said 1-0 I think you said 3-1 Wonga just said a 1-1 draw and do you know it was a 1-0 at the end you guys got away with the result there Pogba is he back? do you say got away with the result? Yeah, you got the points. You got yeah. the points. Got away. Man United at the top. You have to watch what you say, sir. This guy makes it seem like, you know, you got a handball goal or something like that. You know what I mean? Matt, like, Matt your hey, friend's man. in the house. Your friend, Ronnie Whelan. Tell everyone. Hey, hey, you hey, hey Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> Yeah, Ronnie, you should ask him, man. You know, he's your family. The man's always parting. We'll never know where the the, the guy is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to the point, Hello. Yeah, no, but yeah, it was a, was a, was a professional, um, you know, um, performance from the team. Um, never really t- uh, tested um, David De Gea. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a, 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 a simple performance. Um, Harry Maguire deserved a goal. I've been complaining about the fact that he doesn't use his head in the, um, in the opposing box, and when he does, they give a foul for I don't know what. I, I don't even know what that what, what that foul was for because that was a clean header. Um, uh, what's his um, Shearer uh, in the studio said it clearly that 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 he scored like half of his goals were like that um, in, in 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 his in his career. Um, and yeah, it was a clean performance. Pogba got a goal. Um, he was yeah he was man of the match on the on the night. Um, kept it simple. Um, kept the kept the team ticking over. Made the most aerial um, aerial um, clearances. So yeah, he helped um, attacking and defensively. So yeah, um, it's good to be on the top uh, at the top uh, for the first time at this time of the season. Um, in, in 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 since what since 2013. 
Um, so, yeah. yeah, 13, and that season you guys went on to win the season, huh? Yeah, I, mean, I think that there was um, David De Gea's, uh, yeah, David De Gea is the only player right now, um, like active player, uh, because also Phil Jones won a, won, won a Premier League. But David De Gea is the only active player to have won a Premier League with Man United. Um, and I think that was that, that, was that season. Um, so, yeah, so, so it's looking good. Um, yeah, Man United fans, some of us, some guys don't want to be excited. Some don't, uh, some want to be like, no, guys, don't be excited. But at the end of the day, man, I think whatever happens at the end of the season, you know, even if we come second, third or whatever, you know, or if, or if we win it, you need to enjoy the moment, you know, because you don't know, when, you don't know when you're going to enjoy that moment again. You know what I mean? Um, Wonga was sad, you know, Wonga needs to be happy right now. You know what I mean? They won three games in a row. And, exactly. You know what I mean? So you need to be happy about, 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 about what's going on. You know what I mean? You know, um, and that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm just happy about being 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 top of the table by three points. Um, even if City win their game in hand, we're still ahead of them. Um, and I, I I think we need some footage um, to come back from other sh- uh, another show or a or a tweet that Claudia said Claudia said that Man United won't win the game in hand. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> you know what? Said all that was said in a private conversation. <laughs> said this man airs dirty laundry. You know, certain things need to fit in house. The man's getting loud now. But also, you know what? You know what? Said no, Jason, no, Jason said, yeah, no, no, wait. Jason said, yeah. No, Jason said, yeah. He said, you know, because of you, he puts Martial on his fantasy team and the guy, he scores blank. Uh, he, hey, guys, got nothing guys, against guys, 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 I put, I put Bruno as my captain. Bruno got two points in fantasy, guys. Imagine. You know what I mean? So, guys, there's no there's no formula to this thing. Uh, Martial creates a bad chance for Cavani. Cavani's no, no, no. Fluff, but but it's not about the formula, Celo. It's not about the formula. It's Cavani. about reaching about Martial. You're convincing our viewers. Yes. They then go take Martial, your advice and then yes, you give them shit advice. Yes. And then, and then, yes, Martial missed a, a, a good chance. But also, he created a chance for Cavani. What, what does Cavani do with the chance? He should. He doesn't even uh, make properly. I will say this, guys. I do think that... Um, that whole Cavani tackle right at the I think that could have been a sending off. Probably should have been a sending off. I know you're talking about the fridge. His goal should have been standing. Also, wait, let's go back to that. You know the whole fridge goal? You know who I'm talking about? The fridge who scored the header where Alan, yeah. Alan Sherry... Maguire. Maguire, yeah. I was saying, if you've yeah. ever played in South Africa, you know that gets given a foul like 11 out of 10 times. Am I right, Morsa? Yeah. yeah, but it's not and like Morgan. the South African <laughs> Premier League. It's mm. the English Premier League and physicality is always there, you know, especially in the, in the box where Ish. you get the big... You know, guys. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, is it breaking on my side? Or you guys actually, you're doing all right. Keep going, Musa. Sorry, that was. All <laughs> uh, I'm stuck idea. on. I'm stuck on one thing, man. Where you say, you know, there are a couple of Man United fans that don't want to get too overexcited. I haven't seen any of those Man United fans, man. Oh, that's what's going on. You're not tweeting it, you know what I mean? There's, okay, so I've got a group with, with some other people that I, I, I used to work with, um, and all of us are excited. We're sending all these videos, you know, some guys looking for, there's a video of some guy who looks, who looks who's looking for his top, he's going at the top, and he's like, oh, where is it? Oh, it's on top of the on table. Of the table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know we're sending all, those, all these videos, all these videos. This, this guy's like, hey, man, guys, can you just, can you just calm down, guys? I just want to, let's see what we're doing in the next, in the next month, you know, and then and then we can, you know, see what it, guys, let, guys, it's 17 matches into the season. It's almost halfway. Let's get excited. 
You know what I mean? Spurs were excited at the beginning of the season. They won 6-1. Now, guess what? What number Spurs? <laughs> what number Spurs? United? Number one. 6-1. That's the 6-1 they want. I want to go. I also want to one. Oh, my goodness, my man. You see what happened? You see what happened? <laughs> you guys thought it was bad when Liverpool fans were. United fans are a lot louder. That's, that's case no, guys, point. I don't know. Guys, I mean, I think it's going to make it a longer year for sure. The longer you guys stay at the top, the tougher it's going to be this year. My goodness. <laughs> what is that? You were saying something. What did you say? No, I was saying maybe we shouldn't necessarily tell all United fans with the same brush. Maybe it's just Cello. Maybe he's insufferable. And it's him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually bearable, guys. I'm actually bearable, guys. I'm actually bearable, guys. I think this show uh, gets Ronnie. me going. This show gets me going. Gets me excited. <laughs> but Ronnie's right. Ronnie's right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about the incidents of the game, but I suppose like, no one really cares about the Benny United game. It's about the fact that United are on top, and that's it. So, but let's talk about the, the next topic that's probably going to be very exciting for everyone. No, 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 the... no, 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 no. But wait. Okay, sorry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What? What did you want to say? Come nah, <laughs> back. Let's, 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 let's. No, I was, I was saying the that whole um, Luke Shaw yellow card whole situation okay so you want to talk about the incident fine we're going to talk about the incident yeah, just, man, because, because, yeah. we're going to talk they eat into our time talking about the big game but it's fine Let's no, talk four about minutes. The yeah for four for four or five minutes we can talk about it because it they looked at it for like the longest time ever you know and also a challenge looks worse in slow motion right so now they're making it slow motion and then Luke Shaw's challenge looks like looks like a red card now it almost looks like a red card now but it's actually not a red card, it's a yellow card. But then also, that was what um, I think you can you look at two two phases of play before a goal. But that wasn't a goal. Why did they look at two phases of play before um, Cavani's challenge? They should have let it go. Yeah, this sounds like more Man United at the top, man. More Man United. I'm very enough with this. I'm very enough with this. Man City Brighton, guys. Man City Brighton. Brighton, yes. That's the one. This is the one we want to talk about. And why we want to talk about it is because it's the first time, I think, well, he's our 14th official representative from South Africa to be playing in the Premier League. Last player was Steven Gerrard in 27. And now, lads, we have a man. Steven Gerrard. I think you're... No way. Right, man, the shirts are more Steven Gerard, guys. That's my excuse to, to say that he signed Bongani Zongu, uh, Zungu. That's, that, that is my excuse to bring Gerard into the conversation. Steven Pino was the last player in 2017. You guys are listening, eh? You guys are listening. Wonga, what did you think? Did you watch the game last night? What did you think about his performance? No, I didn't watch the game. Um, I watched, uh, I mean, pretty much the highlights. And I saw that, I mean, that one, that one thing that you guys sent in the group um, as well, when he, when he finished uh, Zinchenko. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, he's, he's, I think for Brighton, I was happy um, um, when I see him come back. And also, I mean, excited at the same time, um, seeing one of our own uh, that side. I mean, I think, he, I think Brighton, also the way Brighton are playing as well. Um, they, 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 um, they play, I think you'd say, Positive football, um, and and I think he he suits that very well. So I, I'm I'm just I'm excited to see what else I mean he can do um, in the league. But I think I mean for, for me I think from what I saw from what I saw I think he he had a, he had a fairly good game and it was good for him to actually start even. I think that's yeah, I think a, was... uh, very good for him for him to start the game. I think that's actually a very good sign for him as well. 
Yeah, it's a proper vote of confidence in him from the coach to actually get him on uh, the starting lineup mm. and, you know, be 60 minutes to play. And in those 60 minutes, he looked sharp, he looked fit, he looked strong. I guess he just has to gel a little bit more with um, the, the actual structure and the team because there were a lot of runs that he was making, which um, the rest of the team weren't finding him. But it, it, it did look like he's, he's going to, you know, excel in the English Premier League, man. I'm excited to see him banging a few goals. But it was, it was pretty the fact that they didn't pass him the ball, man. Like, like, yeah. And, and I, but, but, but I guess sometimes it is, it is that whole thing with team chemistry. You know, um, it takes a bit of time for you to know what positions this player likes, likes to be in, you know, um, his control and so forth. Um, but, but, but the few touches that he did have, he looked great, man. I think, I think, um, obviously, African fans are excited to see the, one of their own players, but also, Brighton fans, what I've been seeing on social media is that they're also excited and saying, hey, man, actually, this guy is not, not that bad. He's actually good. Like, he can, mm. he can take pace. He's got pace, you know what I mean? So, he's actually, he can actually help us, you know? Um, so, I think they, they, they've they been pleasantly surprised about him because uh, I watched uh, one of the podcasts, um, this, what, um, Social Seagulls, and they were talking about all the rubbish signings that they've made in the past, attacking signings, yeah. and they were like, yo, man, like, we've made some horrors in the so, so I was I was scared that this could be a bad one, but actually this was, looks good. So let's just hope yeah. against Leeds. There'll be lots of space, man. You know, Leeds. You know, it's, open, it's open sesame. So Saturday he can just you know just go past and I'll go past Alioski yeah. and 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 beat him for pace. Yeah, man. But the yeah, pace will be a big factor in that game. Mm. Yeah, go go ahead, Matt. Anything else you want to say apart from the big factor thing there? Yeah, no, no. I think the, it's it's when you look at what a lot of Brighton fans are saying about him, the pace is a big thing. I think he he gives that something different to the side. Um, I agree with Sel. I think he was getting left out of some of the play, but that's probably a factor of him not having practice with the squad as much. And you know, he's essentially a new signing as much as he's been he's been away. He's at Anderlecht, whatever for however long. So I think it'll take a while for them to kind of find each other and for him to find his place in the squad. But very promising signs early on, and very exciting as well. I think it's it is awesome to see a. South African doing it again. It'd be really cool if we can start finding goals and and really lighten it up. And Leeds is a great mm. great place to do that. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. And then talk, talking about the Brighton fans losing their minds about the signing, you, you got to remember that he was signed a while back for two point eight million pounds, and he's actually the one guy who's benefited benefited from Brexit because of the whole <laughs> moving away from Brexit. No, for real though, because he's had yeah, issues yeah. with his visa. So Brighton yeah. were Brighton were kind of. Trying to hope to sell him for more for the two point million, two point eight million pounds that they signed him for, and they landed up now they've got a player here, and you know he actually had a song sung by the Brighton fans before he even kicked a ball for Brighton. He's already got a song that they're singing about him while he was playing in Belgium. So that's 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 pretty. He's he's on the right trajectory. So, and also something else that's quite crazy in terms of the contribution to a Brighton fan, the thing that he's done before he's even kicked a ball is that currently Percy Tau has more followers than Adam Lallana alone. That guy won the league with Liverpool. I mean, <laughs> you know, so he, he's got more followers. No, I'm being serious now, dude. So now the whole he's of serious. Africa, all of a sudden, are going, Percy Tal, he's arrived. And now everyone, those guys that you're talking about, the podcast, Seek Girl, guys, yeah. or whatever, yeah, but they're guys, guys, overnight like this. It, 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 like, like it, 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 they got 150 new subscribers within, 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 after that video that they did yesterday, that, 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 that one with the, with the, with the L word, it was what, <laughs> two, it was, it was, it was, it was, Lerete, Lerete. 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 It was viewed 230,000 times. 
um, since yesterday, which is ridiculous on 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 uh, on Twitter. So yeah, so so, so, so you know it, what? Even if they don't, um, even if they're not saved at the end and they get relegated, they just need to play Percy Tile from here and in or from here. On a, you know, guys, you see what happens when you stay to screen the whole Don't yeah. talk to anyone. Thank you, thank you. This is why I've, we've got the show so I can talk to people. But anyway, going back to Jason's point, is that City are going under the radar. They've conceded the least amount of goals. They have a game in hand at the moment, yeah. and I think it is they're four points yeah. behind with the game in hand. So what's quite interesting is that the Ruben Diaz signing, you spoke about it, Silos. How significant is that proving to be having a man at the center back taking charge there? Matt, like, do you think... Oh, sorry, Silo, you want to say something there? No, 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 no. go, go, go. No, I was going to say, Matt, what do you think in terms of Man City? I mean, Jason's saying, you know, they're the ones to win the league, never mind Man United. Yeah, look, mm. I think... Um, it's been a couple of people who've been on the show have said it. I think uh, Ronnie also was banging that drum until United suddenly had a shout. Now he's going to pretend he never said it. Um, and fair enough, you know. <laughs> but, um, the, the, I think you can never discount them. Look, Pep Guardiola knows what he's doing. They've got a solid squad of winners. And, and for all their weaknesses, they're still a very strong team. Uh, and I think we, we have maybe forgotten about it. In the same way that to a certain extent we had for a while – the season's been so weird for a while at the beginning of the season when Van Dijk was first injured we, we kind of partially written off Liverpool for a little while we kind of ignored United for a while because I think the the table itself it gives a false kind of indication of how far apart things are that the points differences yeah. are really really close so uh, mm. City are definitely in there with a shot and in the same way that mm. even with all the challenges that Spurs and Chelsea have had we're not that far off the pace either at the moment you know it's, it's such mm. a congest- congested season that It'll only take a, we've said it last week, it'd take a good run of five, six games and a team can put themselves out front. So mm. I think City are definitely in with the shot. I think it's impossible this season to sit here halfway through and say, this is a team that's going to win it. You know, this, this, this yeah. stage last season, it was very clear that Liverpool were, were kind of yeah. making this yeah. their own. Um, at, at this stage now, that's simply not the case. There's still anyone, there's, there's still plenty of sides in there who are, have the squads and the, the, the position and the, the points already to make this theirs and, and City definitely can't be discounted. Whether or not they will win it, I'm, I mean, I'm still kind of hopeful Spurs could pull it off. Why not? But, you yeah. know, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting season, more than we've had for a few years, I think, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting season. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, you know, like a, a 12 or 13 match kind of run to actually break away from the race and actually compete for uh, top positions. Now it feels like, you know, you get six games on the trot, you you're really up in the mix of things, and you really are like uh, in contention for for doing or well. Or down in the mix, Mosa. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which is which is uh which is like the the dynamic of how tight it is there that that top half, you know, like uh, a good run can actually put you up there. Yeah, you must be careful, Musa. Yeah. If 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 Wanga wins and you don't win. You're on the same points, man. You know what I mean? So it's, that's, it's tricky. That's all I'm hoping for. Like, even that, that season <laughs> during the December period, people are dropped. If you notice, when Arsenal picked up points, all all that Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea drop points. Every time Arsenal picked up those nine <laughs> points. So I'm good. I'm good. You guys lose. Carry on. We'll, I'll also try to see, make sure we do our thing. Get closer. Close that gap. Next thing you know, hey. I think you got to get better at learning how to give stick because Mosso was having a go at you the whole time, and now he's sides in the run. He's being so nice about this. 
His teeth is above me. Wait until we overtake. Wait. Wait until. Walker's right. You can't give steak until you overtake, guys. You can't be like, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. You know what I mean? you guys at the moment except for Wanga. <laughs> yeah. sorry Matt you had something to say there you just got drowned out no 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 I was, I was agreeing with Kelo. like it's 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 a precarious position Wanga's in because if he gives a load of stick and then Arsenal do an Arsenal and lose three on the spin then they're back in a relegation <laughs> battle it's going to become your shooting yeah for all of us Fulham are looking good they're going to catch they're going to catch up to Wanga, you know yeah, for the mom looking good. I mean, uh, yeah, up there, like, next week, not about this week, now. next week. Ah, uh, so yeah. I mean, I think this is a the the Spurs have had this problem for a while. I've been talking about it since probably the the Crystal Palace game. We we come out the second half and we're just a different side. We we're not they're not attacking the game. Uh, Schumit's instructions from Mourinho just kind of try to see out these things. We've we've never been made for for one nil wins. I think. There, there were times early in the season that, like I'm thinking about the City game in particular, where we defended a lead, but it was a two-goal lead, and I think that's a big thing. That's there seems to be some psychological difference for Spurs between defending a two-goal lead and defending a one-goal lead, and we we just don't cope well inviting that pressure on. It's 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 it seems. I saw a tweet from from I mean I follow a lot of Spurs fans obviously, and some guy was saying it's we're playing the same game every week. We're just changing the, the opposition. And yeah. it, it really does feel that way. You sort of, we go ahead and it feels for that first 15 minutes, like, oh, it's going to be different this time. We're attacking, we're making stuff. We're, we're, you know, back to our old selves. And it's like, as soon as we get that goal, it's just something changes. We get really, and the second half is always kind of really worrying. And it, it's really frustrating because you look at the side, you look at how we play in other games and, and how we've been performing previously. You know, we can do better. We shouldn't be dropping points at Fulham. Um, same way that we shouldn't have thrown the game away at West Ham. We should have held on and, and, and put more away against Newcastle. We should have seen the game off at Crystal Palace. And I think it, 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 this is one of the things where we're going to get back to the end of the season and we look back and we're going to, wherever Spurs are, it'll be these games that have defined it. You know, we're going to miss out on, on being title contenders. We're going to miss out on top four. We're going to miss out on something. It'll be these games that did it. Mm. I think that's, that's a really frustrating thing for us. And it's, it is something that Spurs have done in the past. Um, you know, You look back and think the first time the, there was a season, it could have been the first season that we were going to finish above Arsenal. All we had to do was not lose by four goals against Newcastle. We went in and lost 5-1. And I just think, you know, it's, it's these things that Spurs do and it's really frustrating. It did start to feel like we were breaking that bug at the beginning of the season, but it seems like we've still got it. And a lot of a lot of us are, are really are really upset with like, you know, we get ourselves into these awesome opportunities, awesome positions, and all we've got to do is see it through, you know, just put the knife in, finish it off, and we're throwing it away. Uh, and I I do hope that, that the the hierarchy are starting to kind of see this isn't going to work. But, I mean, it feels like we should have got that message already. I think whatever's going on, we should be telling, as Spurs, we should be trying to go for three goals a game because we know we're going to let at least one in. And yeah. we're, we're just not able to keep it tight at the back yet at the moment. And we seem better at keeping it tight against the bigger opposition. You know, you look at how we played against City and Arsenal earlier on in the season. And, and we seem to be able to control games better in that sense. And we really struggle against sides that, that that you feel like we should be able to see off. So it was another frustrating game. Um, and it's it's hopefully, hopefully, it'll be the last one like that. But you just don't know. It's it's a really annoying thing because it feels like we this was a season that we could have done some really cool stuff. Um, and uh, it, it, it feels like it's slipping away, you know, like it's it's right there on the fingertips and we're just letting it pass through. And it's 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 a hugely frustrating feeling.
Look, I mean, yeah. you, you're getting frustrated there, but technically speaking, when we're looking at the conceding of goals, you've only conceded three more goals than Man City, and that's, I think, the second best defensive record. And then the other thing you've got to look at is that you're only six points from the top. So, yeah. and it's yeah, yeah, like okay. what's saying. It is like I said earlier, like the, 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 the league position gives a really kind of false sense because we are in sixth, which feels really frustrating. But at the same time, it is only six <laughs> points. It's, it was, it's it was, it was never there. Whatever, Ronnie. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I know, I mean, when we, were, when we were top of the league and I was very optimistic, I mean, it, and I still am, I still think that this is the best Spurs size that, that's been put together for a while. I think we've been playing some fantastic football. I think Kane and Son are doing fantastic stuff. And Hoybier has been an absolute revelation. He's really changed the way we control games from the midfield. And it's, and I think that's probably the more frustrating thing. Like when we used to kind of, you know, you think about back in the day under Redknapp where we were a side that was fairly okay with one or two superstars and we were pulling off top four places. Like that was incredible and it was exciting and it was fun, but that was really all we could hope for. Whereas now it feels like we could do more than this. We've got a fantastic squad of players. We've got Jose Mourinho in charge and it just feels like we're, we're letting something slip. Um, and, and, and that's, that's the, well, Ronnie, I'll ask you this. If this wasn't Spurs, if all of those exact same players were wearing United shirts and Mourinho was in charge, you'd expect a lot more. And I think there is a tendency to say, oh, it's just Spurs. But we, we have to also look at the players that are there and say, you've got to expect more from them. You've got to expect this group of players to be able to achieve stuff. So I think that's a, that's a challenging thing. And it, it, is, it is a frustrating thing for a Spurs fan. And, you know, there, there's a part of you that as a Spurs fan thinks, you know, don't get too worked up. Just be happy that we're challenging for top four. We're right there. That's a really good achievement. Think of where we were. But at the same time, we don't want to fall in the trap from just doing what Arsenal did for so long, which was at least we're competing for top four. That's enough. Top we four. don't need to rock yeah. the boat. We just got to, you know, like if we're, if we're this close, why don't we try it? That's the Spurs way. Like we're the entertainers. We, we don't bore people to death. We go out and we do it. And we very often, you know, Icarus, we go Man, too close I- to the sun and we crash and burn. I think you're forgetting one thing that um, Daniel Levy's got a lot of bills to pay off. So if he can just stay in that top four for at least the next couple of seasons, that stadium will get paid off. The COVID comes in, you'll start making your money, and then you know maybe maybe get excited about going forward. But you know, I want to I want to mention yeah. something else. I want to mention this though, is that yesterday when I watched the game, I only watched first half because that first goal was ridiculous. I loved it. Everything oh, about it was perfect. Everything. Great, the yeah. cross, Great. the header. It was one of those that if I was the strike at the end of that. I'm celebrating taking my shirt off. You know, one of those 80s sort of celebration where you... One of those, you know? Like, it was one of those classic goals. So, like, I go home, uh, I switch it off at halftime, go, no, no, this is game over. This is done. And then, yeah, some exciting things happened. Yeah. But, and and you know, they were were attacking so well in that first half. You know, there was even a chance where, um, after that first goal, um, Aurea crossed it to Kane, and then Kane just like he just didn't adjust his head properly, just went above, man. And I was like, oh man, Spurs are gonna are gonna like score another goal, um, 2-0 at halftime, and then they didn't get the goal. And then obviously second half, um, Son. Son hits the post, you know. And then I think I think yeah. Fulham then just got the belief, man. And then my favorite my favorite Fulham player, uh, Lukman, uh, skins Sanchez on the byline and, and puts in a great cross. Yeah, it's 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 that that same thing. Where it's it's you know fine margins, and every game, all the games where we've drawn one one, you can go back and say, you know, there were chances, there was really good chances that we could have we could have won it. We could have we could have turned this around. We could have, even the Liverpool game, we could have won that game three one if the chances had been put away. And I think that's yeah. that's the 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 bit of it that feels 
Whereas in the past with Spurs, it's been a sense of when we lose a game or we drop points, we feel like, well, we probably couldn't have done any better than that anyway. Um, but I think um, Ronnie actually for once made a very good point just now. We were saying that Mourinho's parking <laughs> the bus has got the two scores in it for once. <laughs> but he is right. I mean, we've, we've got Kane and Son who are absolutely killing it and, and they're on such fantastic form. And we're, we're playing this defensive game and, and expecting them to feed off scraps. And I think you see the difference in the first half and the second half. The first half, the teams are afraid of Kane and Son. As soon as they've got the ball, the, the complexion of the game yeah. changes. In the second half, yeah. they never seem to be anywhere. You know, they're, they're kind of anonymous and hidden from the play and, and just trying to make something happen. They feel like different players. And it is. And that's the frustrating part. That, that's the annoying bit. And it's, it's, it's a different feeling to what Nick gets with Newcastle, where Newcastle go out and they don't seem to try or they don't have a clear game plan. They're just kind of accepting their rollover <laughs> as soon as they get there. Yeah, with Spurs, it's like there's this opportunity to win games. We should be beating Fulham. It shouldn't be that hard. And I think the 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 frustrating thing is that we're not doing it. We're just not doing what we can do and use what you see us do in other games. And, I, you know, that's, that's as a Spurs fan, that's what's feeling frustrating at the moment, sort of that untapped potential, which isn't a feeling that we're used to, which is, you know, it's a new one for me. No, but it's good because, uh, and also I think there was a show I was watching, uh, I was watching on Sky Sports and they were talking about... Um, some of the players that uh, Pochettino signed at, at, at Spurs, and they're kind of like ranking them um, the top five best um, signings he's made. And obviously, like Alderweireld is there. Um, yeah. your, what's his? Uh, uh, Son is there. Son, 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 is, Son is number one. And Son, um, Alderweireld, um, and um, Sissoko were all signed in the same season, I think it was. And all these guys are like flourishing now under obviously Jose Yeah. Sissoko's like gone, gone to a new, uh, uh, like a, like a, you know, just, just above, you know, just needs to probably score a bit yeah. more or, or create a bit more, but, but diff, like he's, he's, he's the heartbeat of that midfield. Um, and then obviously Son has like, you know, it's like crazy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty is starting. You see, he's got that wooden spoon out. Matt, I don't know if you watched the last episode, but um, this was quite a contentious, you know, would you take this? Yeah. move on. Let's move on, guys. He wouldn't even be my first choice if I was going to swap for someone from United, you know? Harry Kane has been has been top three best players in the Premier League this season, guys. Um, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say I want to say this though. So Pochettino was Scott is doing that to me. So so 2003 days at Tottenham, yeah. zero trophies. 12 days at PSG, he's already got his first trophy. Living the life, you know. He hasn't even had to lift a finger and he's already got something in the cabinet. Huh? Hey, yeah, Matt. yeah. That was, I mean, look, every Spurs fan loves Poch. He's, he, he did so much and he, he, made us, he made us fun to watch again. And, and you know, it was, it was a fantastic period under him. It was, it was in, in, in so many ways, I feel it, it feels bad for him that he didn't get a trophy while he was with us because he really deserved it as a manager. Um, and, and especially when you look at the managers who managed to, to win cups with us in the past, it's like, how did Poch not get one? So I'm happy for him. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm really happy for him. I'm, I'm, I really wanted to work out for him. I'm so glad he went to PSG and not to somewhere else in England. Cause that would just be too much. It would be, be if, he, if he'd gone to United and we had to see him, you know, play against him, I think that would be, that would be a horrible experience. So I'm, I'm really happy for him. I hope it works out. And and I think it could be could end up being great for a player like Ali as well if he gets to go there to PSG, 
and and play under Poch again where he flourished. He flourished under Poch when Poch was still at Spurs. Yeah. And I think that could be a fantastic move. And again, it would be really good for all concerned. So, you know, happy for him and, and you know, I hope wish him every success. I hope he wins a load more over there and, and kind of just just does all the things because he deserves it. He's a fantastic man. But let's, I mean, you, you're saying all these things about Moringa, but technically if this is a regular season, you're six points off the top, You've got already in a final. You've got your position, your place in the final spot, even though it's it's a league cup. And also, what kind of manager draws the game one-one to a Fulham who's fighting for relegation and turns the whole conversation into being like, yeah, well, you know, Scott Park, Scott Parker was guilty for playing his best players. That's that's why he got the result. How do you change the narrative I can't, I can't, and make it not feel so bad for playing oh, his best poor. players? That's, that's, Look, that's so yeah, you, you know what you're getting with Mourinho. That it's, it's not like it's a surprise. He's been doing this for 20 years, and that's exactly the kind of the way he is. So it was, it, it's, it's. I mean, and and it's true. What he said in any other season, we'd probably be you know, happy as Alan. Like it's, you know, we 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 are. We've got a cup final coming up. We're doing it right in the FA Cup. We we the league. We're only six points off. Most of the time, we'd be doing great. But we're we're kind of victims of our own early success. We had such a good run at the beginning of the season that we we reevaluated what we thought we could do. And the beginning of the season, I wasn't confident, and and I think that that's a a massive factor in in we we showed against City and we showed against United and we showed against Arsenal that we're capable of competing right at the top level in the league, yeah. and to not be achieving that now, that's where the criticism comes from, not from some kind of entitled sense of this is where Spurs should be because we know what we are, we're Spurs, but we've been pre-proved this season with this group of players under these conditions that we should be doing more than we did against Fulham and against. Palace and against um, West Ham and others. And I think that's where the frustration comes from. Look, guys, I know, I know you're dismissing what I was saying about Mourinho, but I do want to point out this fact that, technically speaking... Marcus, Marcus should chill for a second there. Yeah, <laughs> relax. Also, you can tell him. Tell him what you want to say. No, 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 but I agree. I agree with Marcus. That, that, that last statement is so true. No, he, should stop playing his, he should stop playing his adopted son, man. <laughs> save, save, the comments, save the comments for the Chelsea section. We are getting there, man. Come on now. It's Marcus's first show, guys. He has to get out everything that he's been thinking about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but I, I wanted to come back to this, this last point about the whole Mourinho sort of conversation about the Scott Parker playing his best players. I mean, we spoke about the game getting postponed on the last episode against Aston Villa. That game gets postponed. This game suddenly gets lined up as a quick replacement. So you've been preparing your team for a week and a week and a half to play a certain side. All of a sudden, like that, you've got to play Fulham. Fulham haven't played in the last 16 days, so they've had a good sort of rest. And that game was postponed against a Spurs team that had prepared for that game because they had one or two. Mourinho was claiming that their, their COVID scenario wasn't as serious as what it was. Um, so that's also something he was kind of insinuating through the conversation or the dialogue. But as a, as a manager, when you're seeing the likes of a, we mentioned this, hello, Man City getting a game postponed. Here, Mourinho's going, shit, I get to play a weekend Fulham side. Oh, no, wait, game's cancelled. I get to play an Aston Villa weekend side. Oh, no, wait, the game's cancelled. Oh, no, I'm not going to play the strongest side again. It does, it messes with your planning. It messes with your psyche. It does to a certain extent. I'm not making excuses, but I like to, should we feel a little bit for, for Mourinho from this aspect? Oh. No, Look, no, I understand. No, I understand. No, you know, no. the, the, but that's this isn't going to be the last time that happens this season. Mourinho is not yeah. the last manager no. that that's get done gets done to. And I think we we've got to acknowledge that there's going to be a certain amount of flux in your preparation for for these games. And Spurs won't be the last team that face it. And I don't think it's unfair for Spurs fans to expect Spurs to come out attacking in the second half against Fulham, regardless of how they had to prepare. 
and that that's that's the truth. We 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 shouldn't be relying on defending a single goal every single game and then mm. showing we're not up to it. And I think the 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 ins and outs of of whether or not, I mean we we talked about it a bit last week about whether or not we should even be playing they should even be playing football now with everything that's going on. And I think that's a those debates need to happen or whatever. But to say that Spurs have been had more affected than others, maybe in this instance a little bit more, but it's not going to be the last time. And I think Spurs will be on the receiving end of you know the the fortunate side of one of these equations at some point during the course of the season. So you you, you kind of got to take it as it comes, you know, take the bit All of right. it sweet. Villa, Villa versus, uh, versus um, Everton this weekend has, has been postponed because obviously Villa is um, still not ready. Um, they still have the COVID cases. Um, and then next weekend, Villa is going to play Newcastle. But then, um, but then are Everton getting a substitute then? Like, like winning no, the you know what I mean? No, no, every, no everyone is... Everyone is playing a game this weekend, so that's different. You see, so, so from that perspective, Mourinho is going, oh, for this, Caralho. You know what I mean? Anyway, but we're going to talk about, <laughs> going to talk about, you know, it's three games on the trot. Can they make it four? They're playing tonight, and I spelled mm-hmm. Arsenal correctly because they're playing well. Um, did you miss, miss it last time? Last time, I think I wrote literally like Arsenal, Arsenal. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. They're doing all right now. Wonga, what do you think is going to happen tonight? The lineup, the players... To speak speak about your team they're doing well you get to talk now you've been quiet for the last couple of weeks yeah you don't need to be you don't need to be embarrassed you anymore you know you can go for three points Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no like i've said it before you guys said I'm, I'm happy that they're winning and the nice thing about the wins is that they came um, while the other guys were dropping so it sort of did close the gap there um your crystal palace it's for arsenal's always been uh in fact Crystal Palace itself, I think, is a tricky team for most people. They just sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't. And if they do show up, yes, it can be problematic. Um, they got some talent, but I think it'll be. A, yeah, yeah got a lot of good players in, um, in that team. Um, and I think, um, but I mean, looking at Arsenal, um, I know Smith Rowe. Obviously, I mean, he's a young player. I can't be relying on him uh, to do everything. But um, those ones, Saka, Smith Rowe, Martin, Mart, uh, Martinelli. I think uh, if we could play those ones again, I think then again we, we we stand. I think we do stand a good chance of causing problems with uh, um, with uh, Crystal Palace, and they they'll probably be fully aware of that. Um, Benteke, I've not really rated him as a player. If he starts, he's I been hot this season. Yeah, he's, he's been, been hot, hot, but I mean some games. Rob, Rob, if he's flat, Rob, 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 holding his lightweight. If if, if Benteke is playing, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, but that's two, two, there are two positives yeah. though, Wonga. Gabriel's in contention, party's in contention tonight. So those are two big see, big pluses for Arsenal. Yeah. And I hope he's uh I hope uh gonna call me now, jeez. Anyway, um yeah, I hope he's uh they're watching Martinelli uh, closely there because these injuries are yeah. just uh, popping left, right, and centre, and it's yeah, it's starting to worry me. I mean, let the guys know. <laughs> um, even 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 uh, <laughs> Even uh, <laughs> Ponteas, what's the guy saying? That former background that you said, uh, the Uzel was watching everything you were saying and he was, he was, he was sabotaging the Arsenal side. He's got yeah. good. He's close to good. Yeah, he he like, things will go back to normal. Little voodoo doll. Yeah, I, 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 I just moved places for today, but. Uh, Look, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm positive about the game. We need to, we, we need. 
to have that winning streak, uh, need we need to sort of. I mean, you can't uh, take away the loss, the losing streak that we had, but we have to now. Um, we have to we have to now match it up with the, with the winning streak. Um, we have to get back, and like you see now, teams like when Tottenham loses, we need to you know sort of pounce on that. If another like, if Chelsea loses, we need to pounce on those things. We need to climb. We need to climb. Um, but but Chelsea's not going to lose. It's a, it's a, it's a, take advantage, man. You guys could be you know you guys are fighting for the yeah. best London, best London team, guys. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it, but it was. It was already one best team in Manchester, of... so you know. Wait, Wonga, answer this. Ah, answer this, Wonga. That's why. That's why. Okay, okay, okay. I see you, mate. Okay. Answer, <laughs> Wonga. Answer this. Percy Tal yes. or Pepe? Ah, <laughs> easy. Percy Tal, bro. You could buy Tal fifty times for the price of Pepe. I feel. I feel like. I feel like Percy Tal would give me. <laughs> um, you'd give me what I what I want from him, uh, Pepe. We're not getting what what we thought we were getting uh, when we got him, and it's pretty much at this point in the stage. I don't even think it's better than what Persitao can offer. Um, I think Persitao mm-hmm. can definitely offer more. I'm not I'm not being funny. <laughs> I'm being serious. Um, you never know, Pepe. One day is good. One day is a free kick. Yeah, and it's it's obviously interesting that you're playing Palace. Um, it's come out that the fact that Unai Emery wanted to sign mm. Wilfred Zaha instead of yes. Pepe. And then obviously the 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 the, the uh, Edu decided on or not not Edu but whoever was there before Edu decided on on Pepe ahead of Zaha and and it was going to be the same price that 72, 70, 70 million pounds and Emil wanted um, Zaha and you see guys Liverpool in that scenario they don't go buy outside if there's a player doing something in the Premier League they'll spend their money on the player in the Premier League we've seen it and that makes sense you can see Sadio, what not every conversation is... is about Liverpool you know like yeah we're talking about like... South Africans in the Premier League you manage just to bring Gerard into the conversation <laughs> <laughs> imagine <laughs> Maybe. But, no, to answer that, so I, I, I was shocked. Um, I think I, I don't think there's a surely there's not an Arsenal fan or any person that now, when under hearing, I mean, hearing that news that they that they had an opportunity to sign a willing Zaha, um, and then they got Pepe from outside. Uh, that that I mean Zaha but was he willing? Uh, they said was, he was said Zaha he said willing? he said yeah, Zaha. And he said yes. That was, that's it. it. wasn't even like ah maybe he said yes. He was and, willing. He was going to go. And they, and, they, and they decided to sign Pepe. He even said that was exact words. You guys and not because the Pepe play for Ivory Coast as well. Huh? Yeah, both the people in the same country. Yeah. 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 Do you think they got their papers mixed up when they were making the deal? <laughs> go out and sign that Ivorian chap. <laughs> 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 And I mean, I mean, for, 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 I mean, it meant like, look, I mean, I don't know what they had talks with, I don't know what talks they had with but I mean, look, if you look at the situation, the is already in London as well. Um, what, what do you, uh, it's, it's not, it's not a big move for him. He's literally just changing clubs. He's been in England his whole life. Uh, he's literally just changing clubs. That for me, it, it makes more sense to sign someone like that, especially if you're a, a team like Arsenal, you, you've been struggling to make, um, uh, was I think at that time, yeah, we're in, yeah, but Una, it was, Una was, was, was new that time, eh? We just make, we always make it top four. You're not competing for the title anymore. Um, you, you need to bring something that's certain. And I think, we're going to be, 
Yeah, it's going yeah. to be yeah, it's proven quality in the in that league. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it just shows what Arsenal there is definitely, and it's still happening now. There's definitely things happening behind scenes that we're not aware of. We're thinking, ah, oh, it's our yeah. this or Teta that, but there's a lot happening there that um, that that are yeah, that, 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 that we are aware of. The things that are happening on the mm. field right now. What is mm. working for Arsenal right now? I know Senor keeps speaking about it. We've got we've got the youthful players. We've yeah. got uh, Smith Rowe and Saka. We've got this players bringing the energy, and that is the huge difference. But is there something Arteta's doing from a managerial perspective in terms of tactics, in terms of how he's handling the players that you you could comment on? I don't think so. I mean, look for me, he's now he's, he's taking. I think out, they're just they're uh, just playing well now after three games after a poor look, run. They now suddenly they're just there. Look, he, what did Arteta do? He was bottom of the log, then he changed. Like, I don't think, I don't think he says much to the guys. I think, you know, because now at the bottom of the log, he's now put Smith Rose. He's actually given the youngsters now a chance. He's taken out like a Z now. Like a Z's been given a chance week in, week out. What does Smith Rowe do? He rises to the occasion. Literally, it was, I mean, he's been involved in, I think, uh, a lot of the goals um, in, uh, in those matches. Saka has uh, been pretty much consistent for me. Um, and, and, and that's why he's also um, got the goals there. But those, and Gabriel Martinelli as well, also just came back from um, his injury, causing problems when he was on the field. Um, and I think that to an extent, uh, it, 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 did, um, it did contribute to that. I think Arteta, yes, I think, uh, and I said at the beginning of the, the season as well, I think, yes, he does have um, the right ideas in terms of how Arsenal should play. Um, they definitely, what was different with when Arteta came in to when um, to when Una Emre um, was there, and it's even even evident in some of the games that we did lose, is that there was a there was a lot more energy in Arsenal. They were they were literally trying to uh, uh, close down um, uh, close down the teams. Um, uh, I mean, all throughout the game, with with Una Emre, the only thing I had a problem with is that they didn't look like they wanted to win the game. Um, but with Arteta, even now, like you see now, when he was playing. Um, when 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 Smith Rowe wasn't there, um, there was this even even when Gabriel Martinelli wasn't there, there was this thing I I don't I don't know what to even call it. It's a, I'll just call it that U shape. You pass to the left, goes the ball goes yeah. around, goes to the other yeah. side, ball goes. Also they couldn't right, penetrate. Right, yeah. Now no, you see yeah. most of some of the goals they scored now they're literally penetrating them through the middle. You know they're getting down the wing. It's, it's similar to um to to Man City goals as well where all they have to do is pass the ball across and and tap it in. You know you. You've literally penetrated the defense, and that's what I, I, I think is what was missing before. But now you see. Now I'm also of the opinion that now if Smith Rowe gets, um, that's why I say I don't think he's done much of it. I think he's just the player change has helped because now if he takes off, um, you just who which game was Newcastle? Newcastle was no no, and I think Willock started, um, and who was the other one? Um, yeah, but Willock was the one that in Ketia. Yeah, in Ketia. Willock was the Willock. Um, was always starting before uh, Smith, uh, before Smith Rowe, and we're getting, we weren't getting anything from him. Eh? Um, Smith Rowe comes on, and you can see, you can see immediately, even from the first touch. I remember the first touch when I saw Smith Rowe touch that ball. I said, "This guy certainly looks different," you know. And it, it's literally that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I think that the player swap for me, the player change, um, um, was was effective in this case. But if we lose now, if if we play tonight. And Smith Rowe twists his ankle. Ah, oh, oh, oh. Um, I think then we we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a problem. That's so why I think we we need this. Uh, it's, it's January now. It's halfway through. Um, I'm hearing a lot of things, but I'm not seeing pen to paper. Um, no one is, no one is signed, guys. 
Guys, no one has money yet. You know, Arsenal yeah. went for a loan. You know, went went for a 120 million rand from, uh, loan from the Bank of England. Guys, no one has money, guys. Can it be no a difficult time? I, I, Look, Brighton were lucky. I hear you. They were lucky. Well, they waited if, two years to sign their player. Exactly. Yeah, you know, if, so. if, I mean, look, Arsenal needs. If Arsenal perhaps get Ozil off the wage book, that's another factor. Because that's a lot of money to be spending. True. On no, a player guys, who, who's Uzo, basically just a. Mm. He's, he's, a says, you know, he's, he's the mascot's assistant. He's he's going to stay till the end of the season because apparently there's a loyalty bonus that he that he'll get. Uh, yes. he'll get he stays until the end of the season. So he's not, not planning to, So he doesn't want to leave now, guys, because he'll get a loyalty bonus. It's, it's so why is Nossa still there? Was he frozen? I think I'm here. I don't know if I'm frozen. Oh, oh yeah, you're oh, frozen. Your face, okay, your face is frozen. Face, like, how are you keeping that think... face for so long? got to keep his face It's such a nice face frozen <laughs> on, you know? <laughs> but even that other situation, Asilo, um, I think people are... That's what um, there was. These these are uh, forgot these guys' name, but uh, the Sky Sports they were talking about it, and the one guy suggested he said um, the Uzo situation. He thinks it's just it's it's right now. It's it's purely about uh, it's purely about uh, about money. Um, they they've got all those loyalty bonuses, and I don't I don't think it's only him who benefits from the loyalty bonuses. I think it's also the guys, you know, his agents and I don't know yeah, whoever else is a part of that entourage sure. that benefit from them. So I think. Um, uh, I, I think that he was saying that he he thinks that it's it's literally all about money, and it's also now and while they're waiting for that loyalty bonus, Arsenal still has to pay that three hundred every single week. Um, you are probably paying that yeah. money, but she's every week <laughs> they have to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. It, it, it is. I think right from now the, from the whole process of the game and and how Arsenal are playing, and I think it, it ties their hands in the transfer market because. You know, you look at who they would want to sign, and and having that much money going out on the, on, on wages every week, they can't afford to to bring in somebody else. You know, on that level, so it's it is a, it it does it does hamper what they want to do. I mean, like all clubs, I don't think Spurs ever signed anyone either, and I don't really expect them to do massive things in the market. I think it's a very difficult time. I think clubs, what we're looking for now is managers who can take what they've got and make them ba- bigger than the sums of their parts, and yeah. that's where like, I think Arteta struggles. <laughs> Yeah, huh? well, yeah. Let's, let's talk about Liverpool again. This is a Liverpool show after all. Why do you think I'm on this side of the, the screen, man? Eh? Yeah, but, but, look, I think the, the issue for me is that Arteta doesn't make the side better than they are on paper. Like He just puts out yeah. a team and then they do what they do. You look at people That's like true. Klopp, even to, um, you know, obviously Pep and that, but even to a certain extent, like Mourinho and, and Lampard, they encourage more out of their players. You look at the progress Mount has made this season. You look at the the, the new dynamic in, the, in in Sissoko at Spurs, and you just don't see the same from Arteta. He's not. He doesn't seem. Other than he, to a certain extent, he kind of got lucky with the youth players. These were decent guys who hadn't been given a chance. So he's just put in the side and yes. are performing. And and yes, maybe sure. there's other things going on behind the scenes that we don't see. But what what my sense is that Arteta isn't the coach who's taken these this like group of players and sewn them together into some greater unit that, and they're suddenly performing stuff. He's lucked into a group of players who are in a spot of form, who are doing well. And when that ends, he'll be exactly where he was, you know, mm. towards the end of November, where he's got no ideas, he doesn't know what to do. The side wanders out already defeated. And I think that's for me, that's a big factor with Arteta. You don't see a kind of a holistic plan or, or some kind of push towards a certain way of doing things that, that hints at progress, which even with Lampard's challenges and the, the kind of the bad run he's in at the moment, you do see 
an idea of what he wants to do with his side, and I think that's a big a big telling factor. I think, but I think for me, yeah, I think, but I think, look, um, yeah, they say Atuto got lucky, but I mean, look, I mean, look, uh, beginning of the season, Saka. Uh, if you look at Saka now, Saka started on the left. He was starting on the left back. Uh, started left back. Atuto moved into left, and he did it. He did it very quickly. Atuto moved him from the left back. Few games in, I don't think it was more than two games. He moved him down to the left mid, and then afterwards he tried him on the the left wing. And then now he's tried him on the right wing against Chelsea. And against Chelsea, yo, on the right wing, he was. Uh, <laughs> it was also remembers there. He, uh, he was very dangerous. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even. Uh, but you see, but so that's why I say, look, he, I, I, I do see it. That look, he, I, I think I, 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 I would disagree with that. It seems that like I do see he's trying to do something, but then with that, we're seeing Saka rise, um, doing well. But then Aubameyang, the guy who was scoring all our goals, who kept us, um, I think, in the seasons that he, uh, the, the two seasons that he was here, who kept us up, is now he's not scoring. Um, and, and you can see he's not scoring now. And where did Arsenal end up? And Arsenal ended up uh, close to uh, relegation. And yeah, the, the, so I think he's still trying to find a combination there. And yes, I, I, also, I really do think he got lucky with the, uh, with, with, with the youngsters. Because um, I don't understand what it is, but he keeps on just giving guys, he keeps on playing, 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 think things are going to change. Um, like Woolock, I, I could have told you a long time ago that, no, no, try something else. You know, yeah, try something with, else. Woolock is not the player, but you keep on playing. Even with his big players, you know, look at how he persisted with Aubameyang and Lacazette and, and they weren't performing mm. and, and he wasn't mixing True, anything up. Yeah. He was asking them to do the same job week in, week out and it wasn't working. You know, and, mm. and a, a different manager would either get rid and pull them out and replace or he would say, you know, you've got to do something different. We're going to change the plan and make this yeah, work. Selo and Mossa, mm. you see what happens when these two London fans get together. Both their teams are actually doing all right right now and they're complaining about them, saying how it's not working. Oh, um, yeah, because Liverpool do... fans never complain. Right? No, I'm not saying... <laughs> <laughs> we're complaining about, about the complaints, <laughs> Last month. Like, last month, we're at the bottom. I can't, I can't. I was there. I'm not saying... I'm not thinking things like could maybe happen. I'm saying we're there. We're there. We're no, just you coming there. Out of the, there. I'm coming out of the mud. And I'm like, I don't... I did not like it. I want to go back there. I do not want to go back there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So everything, guys, we take everything that that's, um, Wonga is saying... It's, there's, there's got like a factor of fear in all most things that he's saying. So that's that's his perspective. Yeah. That's where he's coming from. But someone who should be fearing, someone who should be fearing, and that's the, the next topic we're going to be talking about. I mean, they got a decent result against Spurs. Next game, they're going to host Chelsea at home. Mosa. Come on. We, 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 if we lose that game, no ways, man. Then it is a big question. It's a derby, man. It's a derby because yeah. that's Chelsea. It's Chelsea's closest um, rival in terms of distance, right? Yeah. So if, if we lose this one, it's really going to like uh, put the spotlight a little bit more on Frankie and his performance. The players, I don't know what is happening in the changing room. I don't know what's going on. Players are trying their best, but it doesn't seem like it's coming to the fore. And it doesn't look like they've got like uh, the, the strategy and the approach figured out so far. And that really just points in one direction to me. It points in the direction of the coach at this point in time. And if he doesn't uh, turn his ship around really, really quickly and use this game as a, uh, a stepping stone, in the same way that Arsenal's trajectory did change when they came up against us, they used that game to actually change their fortunes and actually put in new options, try out new combinations, try out new players. 
we have to do exactly the same in this game. We have to get the results. There's no other way. If he doesn't get the results, there's a lot more pressure coming on for him, given the talks mm. of all the men. Pre- pressure, are- pressure or sack? What do you do? If he loses against Fulham, what do you do? Musa, if you were Abramovich? You see, that's the thing. I, I, I do love his history as a player for the, the club. He's got a nice legacy and I'd like to see it repeated as a manager. But we are getting to a point now where we've spent all this money. We've, uh, we're getting to the halfway point of the season and it's fallen apart and there's no kind of um, direction as, as to what to do with all the money that he spent. Because a lot of the players that he's using aren't, or they are players that he, he bought, but they're not even playing in their best positions. They're not playing in the, they're not creating combinations in ways that you'd expect a coach that uh, re- recruited these players to kind of plug them in and slot them in and then show them uh, what mm. he's at this point in time it's quite scary and I think if the club and the players are under a different manager who's got a little bit more experience who does bring a certified guaranteed approach it might be beneficial for the players as well so yeah I I wouldn't be in a a hurry to sack but it is going to become more and more pressure on uh, the the, the owner to actually then make the decision quicker and quicker and it's true, man. Like the, 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 the whole manager thing is is very key, guys. Like I look at, I mean, I'm just looking. I always look at um, PSG starting lineup to see what Pochettino is trying to do differently with PSG. Mauro Icardi wasn't playing against, uh, wasn't playing under Thomas Tuchel. Moise um, Keane was playing and banging in some goals. Now Icardi scored two goals already since Pochettino's come in. You know, what I mean, he's brought him in. So it's always like a, a coach kind of like has a. A coach coming in, like Tuchel's probably, or whoever's the coach that you guys are talking to, is really looking and saying, okay, cool. I'm going to play Kai Havertz as this position, Werner this position, this position, this position. They already have a set mindset of, in terms of how they think they can get the best out of the players. But like Frank, like he was saying the other day, like he's always wanted to play Werner in the middle. But that's not yeah. true because you should have played him in the middle if you were always wanted to play. You know, it's not it's not like Giroud and, and, and Temi are, are are injured and now you're only left with Werner, you have to play in the middle. But you decided yeah. to play decided to play Tammy in the middle and then but now you say no, I've always wanted to do it. So Frank needs to exactly. decide what, what's his best lineup. Um I think he knows what his best defense is, but he just doesn't know what's his best attack. And and and, and that's and that's where, where 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 you have to score goals and and, and, and stuff and and it's and yeah. hey, man. Let's, let's see what he can do. Um, He'll have to uh, do much better at this point in time. He really have to put up his socks given the, the amount of money he spent, you know. that's And that's the challenge. Like, he's true. being given also, all that money. But here's an pressure. interesting thing, is, is, So, the money, the pressures, all of this, but this isn't a, a normal sort of circumstance for a league. Okay, let's, let's also factor that in. So, should he be measured with the same criteria that would previously he would be measured according to? Or... Is it slightly different? Are, are we not being a bit too harsh with this whole scenario? Yeah. That's why I'd give him a little bit of time because we knew that there's going to be like six or seven new players coming into the fray, coming into the starting lineup. And that generally does take a little bit of time to get some combination and get some uh, fluidity in the team. And without having... Uh, this COVID scenario has created that reality where teams never had a long preseason. You couldn't really test these guys out these guys out for a month, two months, and see what works well between them as a combination. And 
the the run we had at the beginning of this this season was very promising in terms of you know how we looked how we were actually coming out to games how we were looking a little bit more aggressive and our our, our sharpness and our edge was there whereas now it's taken a step back and we're not looking as 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 attacking or as menacing as we we should be which is which is you know we comparing frank's current form based on the form that Chelsea had at the beginning of the season. And that's probably where it's a little bit difficult in this COVID dynamic. But it is that dynamic. And, you know, we, we can still compete for this season. And then they go into Euros and then they come right back again into the next season. So he's not going to really have the, the luxury of having a lot more time um, to actually compete and actually uh, bring his philosophy into the club. He'll have to do it as he's, as he's playing game week in and week out. Mosta, I wanted to ask, you've seen, uh, I saw um, yesterday and today talk about them bringing Avram Grant in to be part of his backroom yeah. staff. Um, and, and I thought that sounded interesting. I mean, for me, it was interesting on two things because Avram Grant wasn't exactly the most successful Chelsea manager during his time as manager. Well, the Champions League, though. Yeah. 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 yeah, fair play. But um, uh-uh. he's massively uh-uh. respected. Uh-uh. 2008, he won uh-uh. the Champions League. Uh-uh. Man United beat Chelsea in the Champions League. What do you mean? The day, Di Matteo won the Champions League. He took them to the final, bro. Come on, come on, relax, bro. Relax. The financial guy, he knows the numbers. Trust yeah, what he right. says. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, anyway, but yeah, look, I mean, Mosul, do you think that would help him? Do you think, and, and talk of that, maybe that is that a show of confidence in that they want to keep Lampard around? Um, but yeah. maybe just give him some more experienced heads to lean on behind the scenes. I, I don't think so. I, I think it's one of those guys. It happens in the PSL, guys, where they start bringing in other, some other guy who's, who's, who's got close links to the, to the owner or the club. And then as soon as you lose a couple of games, then you, then you wow. fight. And then that guy's caretaker. Like, yeah, it just like, never works, does it? Evram Grant, who's hitting? Those are um, uh, Abramovich's like two two friends. He's got um, them but, on speed dial. I'm sure he's got more. Who's 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 hitting? Is too old. And also add like Ancelotti to that list. I've added a couple of uh, managers to that list. But the the philosophy with Chelsea, even when Di Matteo did win um, the Champions League that year, he was coming in as like a um, uh, interim coach. They they yes. they sack a coach and then get interim coaches. They don't necessarily. Uh, get a, a a support coach while the main coach is still in place. So, I think it is a vote of confidence for him, uh, but it also is like a a, a a telling factor that they have to get a little bit more experience in that um, uh, managing staff because at the moment it seems as if we're not really sure what's actually what the idea and the philosophy is for for Chelsea. So, Abram Grant will be very very good experience for Lampard. They've worked together. He knows exactly what is happening at the club and the club's philosophy. So it'll be good to have him as like a, I can't say the words mentor. Yeah, yeah. In, in a sense, like a mentor, but he'll be dictating the terms and he'll be the guy that's at the helm of uh, the club. You know, uh, Lampard I is still going to be... Know, I'm Lampard, if I'm Lampard, I take that. I know, Celo, yeah. I, I know in history will not not say that's a good sort of scenario because we, we know what happens. I mean, Roy Evans and Gerard Julia at Liverpool, we know what happened there. And like you said, the PSR has a long list of Liverpool things. Liverpool again! <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. 
<laughs> um, going back, going back to that, like when I'm thinking, if, if I'm if I'm Lampard, I say, yeah, sure, bring this guy in, bring him in, let it, let him be in the forefront, let him do the thing. You know, if it does if it does fuck up somewhat and doesn't work out, I start learning from the mistakes because the problem that Lampard has right now, we know he's got he's spoiled for choice. He opens up his wardrobe yeah. and he's just got so many shirts to choose from. He thinks, hey, you know, I've got a shirt for the beach, I've got the shirt for freaking winter, I've got a shirt, whatever. You know, if he only had one shirt, he'd have to wear it the whole season. And, and unfortunately, he doesn't know which season he's in right now. That, that's the problem. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Matt, this, guy, this guy's an allergy, see? Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's kind of the problem, man. Like, he's really got these spoils for options. And sometimes you can see the players that he puts onto the field, even they're a little bit lost. I mean, you, you've seen a couple of instances where Werner's is not playing in his best position. You can see Kai Havertz doesn't know how to mix in with the rest of the game where Jorginho and Kante are sitting together, and then other games where he should be a little bit more defensive, he puts one defensive midfielder. It's those type of decisions where he needs to be, I guess, a little bit more challenged about the decisions that he's making regarding the formation and how the squad comes together. Do you not, he, At the end of the day, what this comes down to is he's a victim of money burning in the back pocket and the director's going, shit, we've got this money from Hazard, we need to sign players, we had a transfer ban, we just need a buy, 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 buy. He didn't need that. He needed one or two players, work with the current squad. You know, it was this whole COVID thing. Give him time to mm-hmm. kind of get used to everything and then go, you know what? What my team really needs is X. And what happened, he Chelsea, went, we went with young that. players. We went with young players, bought them for a lot so we could sell them for wow. the, the future. That's kind of what they did. They yeah, kind of took those young players, and messed it up. Those young players are Liverpool again. <laughs> those young players, they have a lot of pedigree. You know, they have a, a very good... Um, Track records in their own clubs. Not, none of the signings that we made were were like, oh, that's not the greatest, or that's not a really good signing. Every signing before they actually pitched to the playing ground was a great signing for 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 Chelsea. All the way down to the goalkeeper, you could go from the strikers, Werner, Kai Havertz, uh, all the way down um, to uh, Mendy, and that Thiago Silva and the likes. You know, so the, the signings were very very good. It's just the way they're coming together isn't as, as we envisioned. And and the problem is we don't actually see how it's, it's, how it's intended to come together. But, but guys, let's, let's, but let's factor this in. And, and this is to everyone here. Let's factor this in. It's big money spent on young players, right? The, the, the other players, the older guys, were somewhat cheaper. Big money, young players. You need an experienced manager to kind of mold that squad, get the, the sort of empathy True. and the team building going. This is a young manager. Yep. He's also learning his way. And the players, the young guys are coming in here with a lot of ex- a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation. And they're looking to the yep. manager. And the manager's also going, oh, no, I'm also learning. Uh, and then they're like, oh, what do I do? So <laughs> that's, that's, this is It's too much of the yeah, same type of problem. because... If, if I, I was thinking about it now when, when, when we're talking about it, is that they signed seven people, uh, but they signed six players that, 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 are, that, are, that, are, that are currently with the team and they're trying to put in those six players into the starting lineup. How do you fit in six, yeah. how do you fit in six new players into a team that came forth? Six is too yeah. much. You should be yeah. putting in three or four. You know what I mean? Cool, keeper, non-negotiable, left back, non-negotiable. <laughs> uh, and then and then and then and then like ZH has been a good addition. And then you can decide if, if the other one is a, a defender or a striker. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Maybe the defender because you conceded a lot of goals last season. You know, there's there's yeah. a four player, you know? 
But then you decide to sign Havertz because apparently Havertz is a generational talent and everyone wants him. And if you don't sign him now, Bayern Munich will sign him the following season. And you think you'll miss out on him. And, and it's a, and it's a, a COVID discount, apparently. Havertz was the luxury, guys. Havertz was a big luxury, you know. Uh, they don't need to play him every week. They they should be looking for a system, ease him in, and you know, like kind of like you said, playing six new players in the seed every week. And I think we spoke about it before, where I said like the, the challenge that Lampard has is that he's building a new system and he's introducing new players. He's doing two things at the yeah. same time, which is really difficult. He's in an unenviable position in that sense because it's it's really going to be difficult for him to win because if they do bring in Grant. And then they end up having a good season. A lot of people are going to be like, she's Evan Grant really saved your ass there, Frank. Well done. You know, he, he told yeah, you what yeah. shirt to wear. You're walking in there with Hawaiian shirts, and he's like, bloody, I'm going to put on a proper jacket. <laughs> you see, the analogy works, guys. It works. <laughs> but, but, like, it's true. Like, it, and then if they, but if they have a terrible season, then they're going to be like, she, you know, like the, he, he obviously wasn't up for it. He needs to go back to Derby and learn his trade. So it's a, it's a really difficult one for Lampard. And I think he's going to, it, it's, it is going to be interesting to see whether he can pull it together and whether some of these players that they've brought in on big money are going to be worth it because Chelsea have a history of holding on to players that don't work out. I mean, um, I saw just today, Lucas Piazon finally got sold. He's been at Chelsea for 10 years. I think he 10 made years. What, how many appearances? One Premier League uh, start. And he's gone to yeah, So, Yeah, I mean, that could be poor old Kai Havert. 10 years from now, will be like, do you remember that guy? And he'll waddle on in a with, you know, hat walking stick playing for some... <laughs> <laughs> in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh man! Alright, sorry, sorry, guys. Okay, Chelsea. A lot of airtime. We've spent a lot of time about certain insignificant things. You know, Chelsea's one of them. Sheffield yeah, versus Spurs. Hey, hey, Chelsea's one of the insignificant things. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is. People must think we're the biggest hypocrites because we've got guys here complaining their clubs don't sign players. And then you've got a, a club that signed all the players. And you're saying, but the problem was they signed too many players. Oh, Liverpool's coming. You, you wait. <laughs> Matt, just quickly, just because we, we need to talk. We're yeah. still saving some time for the last thing. The Sheffield Spurs game, sort of, how do you think they're going to line up? How do you think they're going to set up and how the game's going to go? Look, I think uh, I'm really hopeful that we do seem to be a bit better away from home than at home this season. I'm, I'm really hopeful that we'll go out and, and, and score a couple of goals in the first half and then be able to hold on for the win. Um, Sheffield obviously finally got a win this season, so um, they, they'll be up for it. They'll be keen to, to bring it to us and, and and I saw a cool tweet from a Spurs fan the other day saying, thank God Newcastle lost to Sheffield United. At least you won't be the first team that loses to them this season. So it's, <laughs> I think given given our current form in the league, I think there is a good chance we'll come away with a 1-1 draw. You know, the same old script, um, just different coloured shirts. Uh, but I'm hopeful that we'll win it. it. It is a game that we should win. On paper, it's a no-brainer. We should walk away easy 3-0 winners. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it, it just depends whether we come out in the second half willing to play football or, or bored and ready to go home. So let's see. But I know that the big one is coming. So um, let me, I feel awkward. I, I'm, I'm, I'm visually between the two of you now. I feel like I'm going to be in the middle of watching my mum and dad fight. So, you know. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you ready like, to rumble? Ding, 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 
<laughs> Liverpool United doesn't really matter, man. No, but 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 but, but uh, I think Spurs need to need to need to um, score those two goals um, to prove to everyone that they can score two goals. Like we don't count Leeds because Leeds is a Leeds is an open sesame at the at the back. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You guys just, you guys just need to against against a uh, a team that you know some of these teams at the bottom, man. They they're tough to break down. Um, they like compact at the back, you know, don't give you much opportunity. Um, but yeah, you guys just need to score those two goals, man, because yeah, I mean, this this one one Crystal Palace, Wolves, and Fulham thing won't won't, won't get you into top four. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I agree I, with you completely. Really. I think I think yeah. Spurs have to come out deliberately saying we want we need four, four goals from this game. Just to yeah. to just stamp the authority and show their prowess. The same way, like, you know. When they did play Man United earlier on in the season, they came out, and that's when they're most exciting to say we're not going to hold back and uh, score three goals and then yeah. sit. Pop-ups. They went and scored more and more goals, and that was very exciting. And also, it but put more, the players in the best. To be fair, in that scenario, they were trying to hold back. I think Man United just made it that easy for them to score more on that day. No offense. I mean, they talked about now, but I'm talking about that particular day. I don't think it was the case of them going out. I think. Yeah. 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 yeah look, I, I think. The, the problem is that he scored three goals and then um, against uh, West Ham and then West uh, and then West Ham scored three goals in 15 minutes and Jimmy was like oh oh ah uh, ah uh, 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 no 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 I can't do this I can't have this three goals three goals ah uh, I can't do this you know what I mean so I just need to one and then hold back and then yeah. start working. Guys, it's yeah, always like they're in the they in the Mourinho sort of dilemma. Whereas Mourinho goes, I'm I'm still he's still got that sort of old school mentality where he's like, I've got hard players, or he had hard players, and he's like, my players they're gonna die for me, and they're gonna fight for one 0 because they're fighters. Now he's got soft sort of modern players in their in their approach. I just when I, when I say soft, I mean they don't pay as much attention to the art of defending as they do going forward. And now he's going, mm-hmm. I've got these hard guys, I've got these hard guys. You know, now you, you kind of in a game where you can be on top, we know this very well, Mosa and Wonga, when we were playing. You can be on top of the game. You can be 1-0, 2-0 up. But as soon as you start relying on that, those sort of goals, momentum changes very quickly. And that's kind of the, the sort of pattern that Spurs are finding themselves in. And they don't have the hard balls right now, or the big balls, rather, to actually just grind it up. Because they're like, fuck, you know, I'm an attacking player. Someone else will do the defensive duty. And, you know, that's not, that's not necessarily accurate because Kane has been grafting. Yeah, yeah and that's look- the thing. Even if you look at Sissoko and Hobyok, they they actually hard lads. Those boys are they, they they're probably like very very one of the hardest or two of the hardest center mids in the in the game, you know. So he's yeah. kind of like beefing up that approach. It's just they just parked the bus too many times, you know. They gotta go forward, man. Yeah. And Sheffield United is a team which is there for the taking. You really have to go and expect how many yeah. goals you can get. The games that we've been our most attractive, the, the passages of play that we've been our most kind of unstoppable are when we're on the front foot. You know, you look at us against United, which is, you know, it's an unfair example because United had a very off day, but we did really put the boot in. We, we really showed what we can do against Leeds the other day. When, when we just decide we're going to go out and score goals, that's when Spurs are at their absolute best. It's devastating. Yeah. It's, it is, in a very big way, it's unstoppable. And I think that that's what we should be taking into these games where we say, even if we're going to park the bus at some point in the game, if we're going to park the bus for the last 20 minutes, not for the last 75, if we're going to yeah. park the bus, we should be doing that when we're three, three, four goals up, not when we're yeah. one nil up. That's not us. Mm-hmm. We've got, we've got, look at, look at our, 
it's a team that's built to score goals. Kane, Son, Bergwijn, Lamella. You know, these are players who are going to come on and they're going to push for goals the whole time. And we should be doing that. And and this is the kind of game that I would normally hope that we could just put three away and then and then cruise the last twenty minutes. But you just never know. I just it, it always there's that sense of unease. And and so I'm, I'm hopeful we'll win. I'm confident on paper we can win this game quite easily. Whether or not we will will remains to be seen. So you know. All hold thumbs for me. <laughs> Good luck, <Jack. laughs> All right. So, Celo, are you are you happy to discuss the next thing? Yeah, because I felt like it was like a minute on Sheffield. Like, oh, yeah. No, but I said we had to skim past. I didn't deserve that. You're right. It was disrespectful. <laughs> it was disrespectful. Yeah, it was disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What, 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 like, what the heck? Shameful, is, it, is, is, it, is, it, is it putting sound effects into, into, into this game? Wow, man. I was trying. You know, I was trying, 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 you know. Huh? He's going to pull up one of those little honky things just now. Guys, <laughs> you know what? I thought Stella would have been more excited because it's about time his team are actually doing all right. So this game actually means something. But he, he's trying to play this no. off cool. Like he's got this no, in the no. back. Yeah? No, man. Are you I said, picking I think, that up? Are you picking that up? I think, I, I think the, most thing, the, the most important thing as well is that, you know, Mayla, as a Man United fan, I'm excited about being at the top of um, the table and everything, you know. But also, we still need to be, um, you know, relaxed and, and respectful when it comes to uh, our next match. You know what I mean? We cannot be, say, oh, we're top of the league. We're just going to beat every single team that we play now. You know what I mean? We need to still say... Guys, oh, cool. please, please do not tell me you're buying the shit that he's Liverpool, saying right now. Liverpool, if, we, if we're looking on paper, if we're looking on paper right now, you guys are proud to take Liverpool. You are, this is your, this is your week with six points here. Liverpool haven't lost seven for 70 matches. Uh, I can't believe it. Home. I can't believe it. Longer. You've been uh, quiet. Are you honestly, are you listening to the <laughs> shit that he's saying? Liverpool, defensive issues. We don't yeah, even know we're going to play at centre-back. Look, he's still not fit. I just, he's I not sure how they're going to play. He's, he's, he's playing it safe. I can see he's playing it safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you so like, yeah, look, you guys can have us. We're, we're defensively suspect. <laughs> you should be going yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being, I'm being serious, though. Like, let's look at it now. If there's ever a time for United, three points clear, to go to Anfield, yeah, no, true, and yeah. by the way, this, Anfield have even put up this, a banner this, for Rashford. When does that ever happen? They put this, up this is the for Rashford saying, "Dude, well done, well done on you." This, 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 this is the best time to play Liverpool. Um, you know, in terms of um, us in the last two seasons, it's the best time to play Liverpool. We we're on top of the league, um, and Liverpool have some defensive um, issues in terms of players being fit. Um, obviously, uh, Mati Gomez and uh, and Van Dijk are not available. Um, yeah, so I think yes, it is an opportunity. And Liverpool haven't been scoring freely um, in the Premier League of late. Uh, which, 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 which is obviously um, a plus for 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 Man United. But again, you know, what I mean, you know, um, as as Claudio always reminds us on the show, guys, um, Jurgen Klopp likes to be the underdog, and that whole thing of being the person who's who's you know almost like punching above his weight type of thing, you know. And this is the perfect time. He, he they play on Friday, they play on on a Sunday now. It's what it's eight days between the two games. Klopp is. Has been drilling them during this week. He's been telling them, guys, like he's just been preparing them. Whatever he tells them at training, you know, what I mean, he's just been telling them, hey, guys, like, guys, whatever, whatever possible, you know, do whatever you need to. If you need to go, go visit um, a priest or whatever, whatever you need to go do, 
to to make sure that you always knew the United fans were bugging the, the Liverpool change you know, how do you think he's got so much you know, that's why Klopp's you know, so, so whatever whatever it is you know, you know, uh, you know um, if, even if, if they could miraculously um, get Diego Jota back you know they would do that you know what I mean you know, uh, for this game yeah, if know. we could yeah if we had some yeah, of that could, PSL magic water then Flippy would be playing exactly, exactly. So, so but then again Man United as well Solskjaer the starting lineup is very important that is the most important thing because um, too many times you've seen it um, in those big games, you know, where, where we played Chelsea in the FA Cup uh, last season, the semifinals, uh, where, where, where you played, um, uh, what else did you do? Ah, oh, man, see, now I even forgot. But yeah, um, oh, uh, Leipzig, I mean, sorry, yeah, the, Leip- the Leipzig game where, where, where you started um, the wrong people. Um, you started the wrong formation as well, you know. That yeah, is the you put all those defenders towards the end, bro. Exactly, you know what I mean. So tactics were wrong for the Leipzig game for the uh, for the FA Cup semi final. So those matches, he needs to learn from those matches. Now, Pogba plays well in the mid uh, in his in his preferred position in the, in, in 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 the midfield. Now you can't come and start and start McFred and put Pogba somewhere else in the field. Selo, he, he can't. Like, Pogba's going to do his thing. The guy is he's doing his little two-step. He's got the little zigzag shaved in his head. The man's got the flamboyancy that he used to have when, he, when he, he's, he's got that in him. And I think that's going to be a big factor on Sunday's game. I think the one big thing that we have is that we're playing at home. Yeah. That's, exactly. the, that's all I can say right now. That's the only thing exactly. I can say. The other thing, mm. and then maybe, you know, maybe take a... Matt's like going, this is an interesting conversation. You know? yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what are you thinking there, Matt? <laughs> like, I've never seen, never seen United and Liverpool going into a game both really not wanting to win it at all. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> sure what happens. It's a game, like, you know. We're, 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 I'm going like this. I'm going like this. Liverpool right now, the, what Seller was saying was right because Klopp loves the underdog status. So this is playing into Klopp's hand 100%. I think um, when we're looking at Thiago, he's a huge blessing for us because I did mention this previously, and I know Scott said the center halves weren't the problem. When I'm when I was talking about us missing the center halves, I don't necessarily mean defensively. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about going forward because when we had Gomes and we had Van Dijk, we had I think three uh, three seconds. I was looking at some stats earlier today. Three seconds less possession in terms of how we're changing the ball, getting forward, getting in behind spaces. Now what we're doing, we're holding onto the ball three seconds longer. We're playing everything in front of sides. So if we're looking on paper, we know what Oli is going to do. He's going to sit deeper. He's going to wait for the counterattack. If whoever we play at center back, if we're playing Henderson to couple with Fabinho, who, by the way, we, we miss in the midfield when he's playing at center back, but he's been immense for us. But if we play Henderson there, we lose the intensity in the midfield. If we play a youngster at the back, geez, they can run circles around him. That, that Louis Barry from flipping Aston Villa's child Rice Williams. If they play Phillips, Oak's going to fall over his own feet if we play a high line. So from that perspective, it's playing, it's playing very well into United's hands. However, <laughs> however <laughs> and I will say this, you know, we're talking can about you that, can, can you highlight that comment, man? Thiago gets yeah. a touch versus London high schools in the 60s. <laughs> oh my goodness. This <laughs> <laughs> no 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 so yeah so, so what i'm saying is like one thing when we look talking about liverpool going forward one of the things that has been startling is that i know i stand up and i defend for week in week out but between salah and Firmino. 
their their goal to I know you what what are you laughing at there, Matt? Why why are you laughing? Well, it just like you didn't last week when when Liverpool struggled and you were like they should have brought Bobby off. Like <laughs> like after oh, you no, finally no, no. scored a couple he's, of goals he's, and you were like he's turning on him, he's turning on him, he's turning on him. I'm not turning yeah. on him. I'm I'm yeah. highlighting the fact when we're looking at the three players now. Because we're not playing the ball in behind as much, the only player out of the three, technically from a statistical perspective, he's been consistent, is Mane in terms of his goal threat, in terms of going forward. The other two have dropped off considerably. And I don't know yeah. what's happening with Salah's mind, but it does, sometimes it just looks like he's not even trying. He's, he's taken less shots. He's taken, I think, less shots at goal. He's, he's not creating more. I think Timo Werner right now um, is creating more in terms of, I think, goals per game ratio. He's got three, well, 0.39. Yeah. But and Salah's got goal Salah wants to go to Catalonia. Salah's like, stats I, I, have dropped from 0.9 to 0.5 to 0.3 in terms of the expectation of a goal. And yeah. so, so, so there is, and you know what? He's, scored, he's leading Golden Beat right now with 13 goals, but those are, five of them were scored from penalties. But also, I think, I, I think, I think to a certain extent there, and, and it's weird to be saying this to you, but I think you're being slightly unfair on Firmino. I think, I think he's been let down by Salah's kind of, you know, Salah's got, seems to have one foot out the door or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, you look at where, where Firmino, was, when he was doing the business, when, when you loved him so much, was when he was setting up oh, Salah. I still love now, him. Wait, come Salah's on now. Don't make it seem like I don't love the guy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Salah's, not making the, Salah's not making the runs. He's not doing his job. So that makes Firmino yeah. look ineffective because he's got no outlet. He's only, you know, he, that was, if, if, if you imagine, you know, other kind of duos, if you imagine when Gerard and Torres were at their peak, if Torres just stopped making the runs, suddenly Gerard would look useless as well because there's no way for him to put the ball. Yeah, yeah, so but, I think, but that's, yeah, that's yeah, another thing. If you took had someone making those runs again, Firmino would suddenly look golden again because he'd now all of his yeah. passes would now be actually going somewhere. Um, so yeah. I think I think that Salah uh, Firmino has been let down by the fact that Salah doesn't seem as interested, and and whether that's because he's got an iron Barca or. or right. If he's just kind of alone, the integrity yeah. drops in because he's been playing at the top for two years. The, room, the, 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 the joke on social media is that since Salah celebrated Christmas, he's been off form. <laughs> <laughs> pre-match, this is us giving you the hard evidence of pre-match duty there. Am I right, Salah? Probably ate some pork as well. Guys, this is why we've got a parental advisory sort of sticker on the. Yeah, I'm being serious. If you go to our Apple podcast, they put a parental advisory sort of thing. That's because Wongi is so loud. He can't do that one time. So we were wondering why. Yeah, it's because Matt Matt was talking about um, Richard's pussy showing up on the on the on the screen. Remember oh, when the kid is pussy is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are right. That's why we said that after once and said, "Oh, parental advisory." Yeah. You're yeah. done. You, know, you could say yeah. shits, fucks, and all these other things. That one, that one, you are out. You are done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but back to the game. Back to the game. Back to the game. Is there anything that before we move over to, to the betting with the prediction side, Celo, is there one last statement you want to say from how you think this game is going to pan out? Yeah, man, I think, yeah, uh, we said that um, Ole is going to obviously sit back um, and obviously try to absorb the pressure as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, man, the lineup needs to show um, some form of intent. So you, you have to find a balance, you know, in terms of being defensive and also trying to, when you do get the ball, you know what I mean, you know, um, you know, Liverpool aren't Man City like um, that whole possession type thing, you know. Liverpool are very uh, efficient with the ball, you know what I mean, and try to do things quickly, you know what I mean. Man City can go back and still think about it and say, no, let's try to do it this way and, 
and Man City just do it in an unconventional manner, you know. Uh, whereas Liverpool, you know, they use the wings a lot and they try to obviously um, uh, do what's his, uh, do two and ones on, on the sides, you know. So I think he needs yeah. to start Pogba uh, in the centre um, so that Pogba can get, actually get on the ball and not play him on the left, you know, play a person that is a left winger on the left hand side, you know, play, play Trent's um, biggest, biggest nightmare. Marcus Rashford on the left, you know. I mean, Trent can't handle Marcus Rashford. You know, what I mean? yep. you know? and, he's, and now uh, Trent doesn't have anyone playing next to him. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly. He's got no one to protect him. You know, what I mean, so you know, Rashford has mm-hmm. had some try against Trent. So rather play Trent to the left, um, and then play 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 Marshall um, uh, on the right, and then and then play Cavani through the middle. And also, uh, when we played, when you played, when done the when, yeah, you can you, know, you can play Dan James on the right as well because Dan James at least will track back and mark and mark um, Robertson. I don't mind Dan James. I don't mind Dan James because he can because he'll track back. He'll track back, and James is the quickest player at Man United. So um, you know, so you can give uh, Robertson some some problems. Just the final balls as a problem. Uh, but yeah, Man United last time at, at Anfield, we had so many injuries. Pogba was injured. McTominay was injured. Rashford was injured. We didn't have uh, Bruno yet. Uh, we had like such a poor lineup. So uh, this is our chance now with a proper lineup to actually do something at Enfield. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Wonga, Wonga always adds the best advice with two cents at the end. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's time to make our predictions, guys. Get those predictions ready. We're going to start off with the first game. And the first game is uh, Fulham-Chelsea, guys. We're going to start off Celo. We're going to go Matt. We're going to go me. We're going to go Wonga. We're going to end off with Mosa. Silo, Fulham versus Chelsea predictions. Let's hear it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a win for Chelsea, um, even though Fulham did do well yesterday. Uh, but I think that um, Chelsea won't defend after getting a goal. You know, so I think definitely it'll be a two a two one to Chelsea. Yeah, I reckon two 0 Chelsea. I think that I think that they're not going to give Fulham the space to build up that momentum. Two 0 two 0 Chelsea. <clears throat> Scotty says 2-1 to Chelsea. I'm going to say 1-1 just because Fulham love a draw. Ooh. They've drawn their last six games in a row. Why can't they do it again at home? 1-1. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I also go for 1-1. Um, and yeah, plus I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think uh, we should see, you know, we should see the defence uh, hold a clean sheet for this game. It's imperative for them to start getting clean sheets on the run. And also, uh, we should see some more goals from the likes of Werner coming to the fore. So I think we should be able to get a 2-0 from this type of uh, game. should be clean. Or oh, then Frank is on his, on his ace there. The seat will be too hot. Yeah, it is a hot seat. It is a hot seat. Sheffield versus Spurs. Celo? Yeah, I for the mistakes, man. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give um, Spurs a two 0 uh, two 0 win. Um, they need to prove Mourinho needs to prove that he's not an amateur and actually do something different in this game. Uh, in terms of also, I was thinking to myself that I couldn't I can't remember who was playing on the wing. Um, you know, and I realized that he actually played um, Dombele, Sissoko, Winks, and, and Hoiberg yesterday. Don't play all four of them and take out one of them and play. Berg, Play Mora, play Lamela, or play Bale. So yeah, so two no. She's with all that talent. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm gonna say two no as well. I think I think Spurs have, have will be will be kind of somewhat embarrassed after yesterday's result. I think they'll come out. I think they'll put. I think it'll be a two 0 win Spurs. 
hope. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to say 3-0. 3-0 Spurs. I don't think they're going to mess around. Sheffield was struggling, guys. They mm. are seeing some big fire right now. Wonga? Yeah, I'm the same. I think uh, as much as I need them to, to lose, uh, I, I don't see <laughs> Kane. And, I don't I'm just seeing Kane everyone and dropping me like, you need to lose, you need to lose, you need to lose. That's what I'm thinking. Everyone lost in December and I was like, okay, now I need Arsenal to win so I can climb. And it happened three times. So I just need that to continue, guys. I need you guys to continue momentum. But I don't see that happening with Spurs. Yeah, they're just, it's, it's too much of a long run. Even Arsenal reached uh, their, their points. They said they can't lose anymore or draw. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I, do see, I do see Spurs taking a 2-0 two, a win, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the Tottenham will have to come out a little bit more um, with a lot more intent for the game. They have to attack. They have to make sure that they're the bigger team for the game and give Sheffield no chance. So I think they'll probably come out to 3 now for this. The strikers should be hungry as well, man. Like, uh, Sun and Kane should be thinking, yo, this is an opportunity. Mm. That golden yeah. boot. If you're not going to be scoring yeah. or past Sheffield, then I don't know. Then you want that golden boot. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. No, we forgot to speak about the Arsenal Palace game tonight. So, I'll start with you. Oh, Arsenal Palace... Uh, yeah, I think I think. Hey, Wonga, sorry, man, but um, Wilfred Zaha just just got a child yesterday, guys. So um, I think. So <laughs> I, I think man wants to wants to do the right thing for for for, for close to his child's birthday. I mean, child child's birth, obviously. So yeah, so I think it's going to be um, a two-one to 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 Palace. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, look, Palace are always dangerous. Uh, Eze and, and and Zaha are just really two huge talents, and um, I think it that could cause up. Arsenal some problems. Arsenal have shown that they're shaky at the back. If they get rattled, they they do tend to be error prone, and and Palace have players that will will, will latch onto that. That said, Arsenal have also been in a good. They're in a rich vein of form, so I, I think it could be a two-two draw. I think it'll be a really exciting, compelling game, and and I think I'm, I'm going to say two-two. Yeah. I'm going to, you, you might be very happy to hear this. I'm going to say 3-0 Arsenal tonight. I think the young boys are going to bring their energy. I think Palace, you know, they've been a hit and miss this season. And I think um, because Saha had, has a newborn, he might just be hung over from all of that. All of his energy went that side, and I don't think it's going to show up tonight. So, yeah, 3-0 for Arsenal. Wonga? Yeah, I was, I was going to say 3-1. Uh, uh, to Arsenal, you guys disrespecting Pat. Hey man, you guys disrespect Arsenal <laughs> because last time Smith I backed you guys, Saka. You, you lost and went on a run of losing like eight in a row. So I'm never doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal have been super convincing, not even against Chelsea. Wow, okay. Um, that was just. That was convincing. That, that, you know, the convincing word, but it wasn't like your, your team is convincing. It was just how shocking Chelsea were and the fact that you had a, a whole new squad and the energy Yo, that guys, they brought was to show proof. Yeah, that's the thing. We were convincing. They were shocked because Chelsea lost 3-0 against Arsenal. They were just shook. That's, that was the shocking part of it. But Arsenal were convincing, Oaks. Um, and, 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 and this thing of people saying uh, Saka's oh. overrated. No one's overrated. Where's, where's, where's guys Brom? playing where's well. Brom? This Brom was also convincing victory, so that, that that one I watched in the snow, that, that was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I was not overrated. 
Saka's not overrated. People are saying they, they are, there's many people, there's many comments I see. They say, you know, Saka's overrated. He wasn't even in the list for player of the month. Um, was it last month? I don't think he was even there. Uh, despite the, despite I think winning, I think no, two, he was, he was two or three. No, you can. No, I'll show you the list. I don't think he was there. I'll I, show you. I'll show I you remember, the list. I, I remember when I voted, man. I remember. <laughs> I, I, like a normal prediction, sort of. Let's let's in and out now. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. The list I saw, he wasn't there. Go, go there, go, 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 Musa. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said three one, huh? Um, Wanga. Yes. Yes. Okay. Top. I, I think, like, Arsenal should be able to get a result. I know, like, if they approach uh, the game in the same way Wonga's approaching it, where they're looking at everybody ahead of them to drop points and then uh, make sure that they, they kind of, like, do their job. I've seen Arsenal do that a lot of times and it hasn't worked out too well for them, where they've slipped from being in top spot because they're looking at everybody else. But if they can focus on the squad that they have, the current players that they have, I think they should be able to get a result even against this Palace team. So I think 2-1 to, to Arsenal. Oh, damn. You, Wonga, you're right, man. He didn't get nominated. Damn, man. Yeah. Your Arsenal player got nominated, but he has only one. And Saka got man of the match in, in many of the matches he played. I think he got three. No, but, but, but you guys won. Yeah, but man of the match for Arsenal, what does that even mean? But, but, but you guys won. Pick the ball. He passed the ball forward. Go to the desk. He got listed. You guys won two games in December, two, two in December and one this year. That, I don't forget. He has lost all the other games in December. No, because yeah, it's just the twenty sixth, twenty sixth against Chelsea is your first win. Yeah. That's your first win, okay. and then the next okay. game is like the 29th or thirtieth of December, and then that's your next win. So you guys only won. Think Celo storing about the the Man United Liverpool prediction. Mm -hmm. Oh, bring it, bring no, it, bring 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 it, we're gonna, Matt's going to start. It's going to be Wonga. It's going to be Mosa. And oh, then it's going to start. Oh, you want to start? <laughs> no, you want to start. No, I want to start. Man. I want to start. Man. I want to start. No, guys. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, man. I think it's, 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 it's going to be a tricky game, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, a lot is on the line. Um, and yeah, I just feel it's going to be a 1 1 draw. Always. Oh, no way. You guys are one one. I think it's gonna be a hugely tight game. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be like it, it it's it's the biggest game between United Liverpool in the league for a long time. And I think mm. um with that on the line, I think it is gonna be a very tight game. I think it's gonna be really tense. Um but I, but let's be honest, at the moment both sides are kind of mistake prone at the back. I reckon it's gonna be two one to United. I think they're gonna get away with a I think there's going to be a mistake at the end. Someone's going to give away a penalty or slip up or something. And then United are going to end up coming away with a very late winner, probably in the you know 10th minute of extra time or whatever. But uh, yeah, and, and uh, I reckon 2-1 I reckon United. And I think it's going to be a big deal for Liverpool because it's the end of that winning, that unbeaten home streak. It's the end of like a, it's a big symbolic thing. I think it's going to really change the complexion of the season. I didn't that. I completely forgot about it. And I reckon... And I think for, for bonus points, there's going to be some VAR controversy and Claudio is actually going to explode on Tuesday's episode. The show won't even be on Tuesday, guys. The show will be on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> 
if that happens, just be ready, guys. Just be ready for, for whatever. Wonga, I'm going to save mine for last. Wonga, you go. I see uh, Porkul saying that uh, uh, there was, he's calling it a Bruno Fernandes penalty. Mm-hmm. I also I sort of always see that. But I think um, if I just look at... Um, um, I've seen Man United when they play against Liverpool. I think the circumstances are different now, but they do uh, play differently when they play against Liverpool. Um, and now they've got a Bruno Fernandes. Um, I think when Liverpool won, won the league, um, Man United also gave them trouble despite not uh, beating them. And I think I think now it's a good time to play against them. Um, they're not they're not the same team. Um, they you can it's not they're not as firm as the uh, at the back as they, as they were before. And I think. Uh, I'm, I'm saying I, I see Manana putting three goals in. Maybe Liverpool can put in. I say three-two. It will be a close game. I do see a lot of goals in it also. I think Manana can win three-two. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be a very, very difficult game. Liverpool, you know, they've 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 shown us their quality. You know, since they've lost Van Dijk and lost a couple of other players due to injury. They've still maintained that record at Anfield, and that's that's quite credible against the. Uh, Teams like Tottenham as like as well in they in they good form, so I think they're probably going to bring a lot more of that and that attitude to the game. But Man United's current form is very very good. I must I must admit, like there's a lot of character in the squad. The players that are coming to the fore are the bigger players as well. So I think they're going to probably also bring their part to the game. But I do see it ending in a one-one to just keep um, Anfield alive and Anfield going. Well, so not one of you said Liverpool's going to win. That's interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing a little simulation in my head quickly of how they get, uh, you know, like one of those football manager simulations. Yeah. Because we're waiting, yeah. because we're waiting, they're waiting for you uh, to say that Liverpool win. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. It's the game that's played out in my mind. This, this is going to go one or two ways, guys. If, if, if United score early, then, then I do fear for Liverpool. Uh, just because we're going to have to push on, they're going to sit deeper, they'll hit us in the counter. Then, then it could be something scary like a 3-1. If, or not if, how I think this is going to play out is I know United aren't good enough at the back. So I do think both teams are going to score. I think it's actually going to be one of the most open sort of big derbies that we've seen in a while, largely because Ole can afford to lose this game, even though he doesn't want to. And let's be honest, United fans don't want to, but he can afford to lose it. So he can play with a little bit less pressure. And that bodes very well in United sort of hands. Um, and like you said, the Liverpool have the record on the line. But if, if we've got to take Celo's prediction and Moss's prediction, we've got to say you guys are both saying a draw. I do think it might get to the case where like sort of later in the game, if Klopp is sitting at a draw sort of situation, he'll take that. He'll take a point as opposed to losing, even though that's not in his nature. But my, my gut feeling is there are going to be a lot of goals. So I'm going to go 3-2-1 to Liverpool. Just got to do that. Just got to do that. Despite two penalties from United's Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> yeah. You saw it all in your head. You saw the penalties already. We haven't had a penalty. We haven't had a penalty in a while, so uh, I don't even know when was the last time we had a penalty. Um, so yeah, so we are, it out. I'm just trying to make something happen. We are due a penalty. Hello, Hello. Should 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 people be putting Martial in their in their fantasy sides this week? <laughs> Just... No, I think I think I think the I think I think the player that you that, that you put in your that, that you put in your fantasy um this weekend is uh Marcus Rashford. Um Trent Alexander Arnold does not know what happens when that guy plays. Um, 
Rashford likes scoring against Liverpool. He scored in the last two seasons against Liverpool. Yeah, Rashford will score. Bruno oh. will score. That's where the two goals are coming from. But Liverpool's three goals are going to come from one player. Senor, give the ball to Bobby and he will score. There's something that the cop wants you to know. <laughs> the best in the world is Bobby Firmino. Hey, Mr. Energy on Tuesday. All right, lads, that pretty much uh, wraps the show up today. I'm surprised that people, this is one of the longest shows we've ever had because we couldn't contain ourselves with the different sections. But fair enough, a couple of you haven't been on the show for a while, so you need to get your airtime. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah. And 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 Wonga's won won three games in a row, yeah. And um, it would have been nice to get that time. It would have been nice if Nick was on the show, guys, so we can speak about the game on Monday, but uh, it's all good. Arsenal, I guess, you can't on Monday. We can bump this up for Monday. We can, if you guys want. Uh, Final thoughts. Final thoughts, everybody, before we sign out. Yeah, man, all the best to each each team playing this weekend. Um, So, obviously, me and Claudia are playing each other, so uh, the best man got to win, man. You know what I mean? You know? I don't wish you guys the best. Can I, just... I hope you guys drop points. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I can't even lie. <laughs> I, don't I, can't even lie. I can't get over the, the, the... I just really... I hope more than anything else in my in, that I've ever hoped for that, that Frank Lampard walks out wearing just a Hawaiian shirt and Avron Grant sitting <laughs> behind him going like... <laughs> we just need the three points and then it'll be good old days the good times will be back again gentlemen thanks for rocking up to the pre-match muti today if you don't know what to be be cool be cool I thought that was for cool down. I, 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 I was going to so say be moody. Is that a thing? Is there what you say? If you want to be whatever, be moody. I don't know. Be pre-merge. Be pre-merge. Be pre-merge. No, no. Let's just get Moussa with the squidgy water and put it on the goalpost. That's how I need to end it. Actually take water and just... <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right, everybody, peace, man. Have a good evening. Cheers. Right, cheers, guys.